Hey, sis, you ever just wanted to wear the outfit? Wanted to crack that joke? Wanted to go to, over there? But you just be like, God, you know I'm your baby. But I don't want to go out there and they call me a hypocrite or they judge me. Well, Women of War is a podcast created for you. Where you can truly be yourself, crack that joke, honey, laugh out loud, and truly be authentically you, goofy and all. Because you know what? With everything that you are and done, God already knew that before he created you. So there's no need to hide pieces of yourself. Be authentically you because nobody can reach the people that you can reach but you. Exactly just the way you are thuggish, girly, tomboy, whatever it is that you are. You're welcome here. You can't do it without God. 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 Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. All you need is a mustard seed. Yeah, yeah. Then you will be living out your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Follow him, follow him, follow him, yeah, yeah. Spiritual fighters, women in war. Spiritual fighters, women in war. What's up, my fellow kingdom ambassadors? What's good? What's popping? What's going on in between, underneath? above it all that good stuff uh, welcome to another week episode of women of war let me tell you something grab your snacks grab your drinks grab your headphones grab your laptop my friend eh, prepare yourself for this week this episode it's about to go down let's get it welcome one welcome all welcome everybody boys girls women men yeah all of y'all welcome welcome back to another episode of women of war podcast hosted by yokora yasmin beautifully yasmin it's my stage name <laughs> anyway um thank you so much for clicking on this episode thank you for listening thank you for your time god bless you god replenish you god refills you in jesus name we pray okay thank you so much for coming i truly appreciate you and i really hope that this episode it does something to your spirit okay i hope that it it it, it waters the seed that God has already begun to sow in, in, in your spirit, in your heart. I hope that it yields fruits for generation to generation. I hope that everything that you, the gems that is going to be dropped in this podcast episode, you take with you. Really, all of my podcasts, okay? Take them with you because babes, they are real practical, real life gems given to you by the Holy Spirit, Okay. But yeah, thank you so much for coming. I love y'all. I mean, let's get right into this episode. Yeah. Ah. 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 All right. All right, let's stop it. So, 
one quick question for you today you gave all you gave you gave your whole self to people you gave everything that you had to give today but can i ask you a question how intentional were you in your giving how intentional were you from the moment you woke up? How intentional were you with the interaction that you had? How intentional were you about being intentional about yourself? Because a part of this intentional growth is being mindful of, yes, being there for others, but also being there for yourself. So in this segment, we're going to talk about just that, our intentional moments of the day. I've been intentional about um, all this week well my intentionality has really been praying being prayerful this there was a day um where the whole day even while I was at work I was in worship there was more than one day and I'm so grateful that for this week that I was in worship I was in prayer all day long baby and I loved it okay it was I finally know what the Bible meant when it's like nonstop, nonstop, um, communion, communing, communion, communing with God. Um, and let me tell you something. I don't care how it may look, but I love talking to God. God is my favorite person, spirit, father, Lord, best friend, provide all that and a bag of chips that I like to talk to. I love talking to God. And for some reason, for me, because, okay, so normally, my natural self, I'm really chill and calm, okay? But when I'm around people, then I get like, then I'm like my extrovert self. But normally, me, myself, and I, me, my by myself, and me in the spiritual realm, I'm really an extrovert. I'm really like chill and chillax. So them day, the, those days that I was like in worship, and what I realized is like when I am in worship, or when I had just exited out the spiritual rim and back into the physical, I'm really chill and calm, and that can sometimes alarm people. But all the time, not sometimes, all the time, alarm people when they think that something is wrong, because I'm not as responsive as I am at my as like my extrovert self. So while I was at work or whatever. And like worshiping in my own little world, whatever. Everybody just kept being like this all the time. Everybody was just like, "Are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? Why are you, why are you sad?" And I just be like, "No, I'm better than I've ever been. This is what." So I don't know, and it kind of do make me feel um, like I have to like pretend to be an ex. I don't know. It kind of makes me feel like I have to, like, always be on scene all the time or people go think that something is wrong. And I don't like that because I legitimately love being chill. I love I love my 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 spiritual state. It is like when I exit out the spiritual realm, it's just like it's a calm that comes over me. And then, like, it's just like I don't really have nothing else to say. I have said everything I had to say to God. So right now, I have nothing else to say outside of, like, doing my job or outside of just going about every my regular day. There's nothing else I can say. I have no no need to exert energy. So like, I'm, like, at a zero. Like, I am at a, 
babes like the chillest of chill okay this is why i know babes that drugs and alcohol is not for me babes because once on a regular day okay on a regular day i'm on i'm on 10 all day every day my energy is gonna give it's gonna give a 10 all day i'll be high on god i'll be drunk on the holy spirit you know what i'm saying so imagine adding that to it Ooh, yeah yeah them days that i used to do that them sporadic days child because that that was a rare far in between that i used to drink or smoke <coughs> excuse me so yeah um intention i have been intentional about like just being just being in communication with god um actually verbally um uncharging with god so like when i come home like telling even though he was there with me throughout my day like actually like legitimately walking him through my day like this is what happened today at this time i did this and i did this and this is how i felt and it's and the other day i did that and i was talking to god for a very long time and i know i was like i know you probably tired of me saying this but he probably and he was like no i'm not i'm not tired i can never be tired of you saying this say it to me over and over again I just want you to talk to me. That's all. I just want you to be in my presence. I just want us to spend time together. And I was like, <laughs> you want my time? Yeah, you can have my time. You can have all of it. You can claim all my time, sir. Yes. Take it. Take it all. Please. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I've been intentional. Um, And I am. I love it. I love, 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 love it. I love being chilled. I just, I just love being in the spiritual room. I I hate when I have to exit out of it and like go on by my everyday life because like I have told y'all the spiritual rim is the actual the actual factual real life okay the physical rim is the subtitle to the real life okay we're like in a sitcom a sit a sitcom okay this is not real You know it can be crazy out there. You know how it gets when you get frustrated, when you feel like nobody's listening to you, when you feel like nobody wants to hear what you're saying. It is a crazy world out here. And you know what I like to do? To check in. So right here is when we do our mental check-in. Because why? Mentally, your mental is the most important thing ever. Because how you think is what comes out in real in reality. So let's check in. So you already know what we're about to do. It is thine mental check-in. Yes, that's what we're doing. So today's mental check-in, um, I would say that like this week, my mental has it's not gonna go down because when God doesn't change, it's permanent. When God delivers you from delivers you from something, it's permanent. God delivered me from like as I have told y'all multiple times from depression, anxiety. So that is a permanent change. So that's never gonna come back, thanks to the blood of Jesus Christ, thanks to the healing power of God. Um, but I will say that my mental it, it has not it it, ha, it does it will not fluctuate. But I have been going through this thing of like um, nothing is wrong. I'm not sad. I'm happy. 
I have joy, I have peace, all of that. But it's like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes I can tend to feel like, I don't know. I think it was because I, um, I overworked myself. Not really overworked, but I worked a lot and then I didn't clean my home. And they said that the way your home is, that's how your mental is. And my home is never like filthy or anything like that. Because <laughs> like my dirty is somebody else's clean babes. Trust. Trust. I have a dog, so I have to maintain my home. Um, so yeah, my home, I needed to do like a, a, a cleaning and also wash my dog because it was her two week mark for her to be washed. So I had to take like a mental day just so like I could reset. I feel like it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't that nothing was wrong. And it wasn't that, like, I was not speaking to God. It was just, like, I felt like I just needed a reset in my mind. So that's where my mind was all this week. I took a day from work and just, I mean, I got paid for it. But I took a day from work and I just cleaned my home, watched my dog, and just, just like, chilled and, like, watched funny African movies and like laughed my way through it and then I also been like worshiping and I went back to like talking to God outwardly and having like conversations I had stopped that for like a second not because I wanted to but like I went I reverted back to like talking to God in my mind and not outwardly talking to him like as if like you know I'm talking to a person so I had I had went back to that and that helped me a lot too and also I also think it's because I have not been working out um I've only went to the gym. I've only gone to the gym, I think, once or twice since this year started. And I need to get back on a routine. I think that that's what it is. I feel like I'm doing myself a a disservice because I I haven't put myself on a routine yet. Because I know that once I get um, my new dog, I'm going to have to be strict. So I'm kind of trying to give myself some time. But yeah, I don't know what that feeling was that I was having, but it wasn't like a mental, um, a mental decline. It was just, I just, I don't know. I just, I just felt off. I felt like something, I just felt off, but it also could have been maybe like, uh, something that God trying to tell me in the spiritual realm or something like that, but I did pray. So whatever the enemy has planned, it, it's not going to prosper because I still do pray and I still do talk to God. So yeah, I, I, so if I was to um, put a numerical number, a numerical um, status on my mental, my mental is still at an all-time high, babes. The best it's ever been, okay? The best it's ever been, all right? But I would say um, I wasn't emotional either. I don't know. I, I, I don't have the words to express it, but I do have a therapy session coming up. I'm switching therapy. I'm switching therapists. Um, so I do have a ther my first therapy therapist session therapy session with my new therapist coming up. So maybe after I talk to them, I then I will have like an idea of what's going on. I can be able to tell y'all what's going on because as of right now, I don't know what's going on. I know nothing is wrong, but I feel like something for me something fell off, and that's not okay. And I want to understand what's going on. So yeah. So numerically, I'm great. Um, I'm like at all time high. There's no number I can is in in the stratosphere. It's out of the stratosphere, honestly. It's in heaven, heaven, heavenly number. Just give me the biggest heavenly heaven number, the biggest number God has ever created. That's my mental. Um, spiritually, how am I spiritually? I think I am also. Hmm, I'm at a hmm spiritually. How am I? 
I'm great. There's nothing, there's nothing really wrong. Um, I can read my Bible a bit more than some days where I skip. I don't read my Bible. Um, I can read my Bible. I'm, I'm trying to work myself into, not work myself, but the goal is to read my Bible every single day. But I do pray every single day and I do talk to God every single day. So the days that I don't read my Bible is because I'm spending, I'm spending majority of that time actually talking to God and like being in God's presence without any music or anything. And there was a time where I could not imagine myself sitting in silence without like instrumental or music playing. Like there was, there was time I could not do it. But some days I read the Bible and some days I just sit in silence and just listen to speak to God or just wait for God to say something to me or just sit in silence and just honor God's presence. So yeah, so I will say that right now I am actually really great. Spiritually, I'm really great. Um, I will numerically, I would say I'm like at a eight and a half, nine. Yeah, this is the longest mental check-in ever. But everything else, everything else is great, okay? Everything else is spectacular. All right, let's go on to the next one. Because <laughs> we're about to go into the what? Commercial. And then babes, 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 babes. The discussiones, okay? The discussiones. I have an amazing guest, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear. Because y'all have already met this guest before, but this is my favorite guest of all time. One of my favorite guests of all times, okay? That's why she keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. So, yeah. See me in the discussiones. Yes, it's a commercial. It's a commercial. Cause y'all better come get one of these. Y'all better come get one of these. Okay. So, first thing first, you guys know I have a YouTube channel. What you may not know is I have two YouTube channels. One is Beautifully Yasmin. Beautifully Yasmin, where you can go and watch regular videos like pranks, cooking videos. Um, what else? It's a plethora of things going on over there. And my other channel, my new baby, Beautifully Yas Me, which is Y-A-S-M-E, Y-A-S-M-E. You can go over there to go watch reaction videos to movies, animes, reality shows, name it. We getting it. All right. And also, you guys know that I have a clothing company. Um, now, to be able to see what I have going on over there... You can go to KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, that is KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and what? On Facebook. There's so much more to come. I will have my website back up short, soon, shortly. Just give me a little moment. And there's going to be some new cute stuff happening over there. Now, in the meantime of us waiting for my new lunch or, or however God is going to work that out, on that, you Instagram, I am doing Christian Rants of the Week. Now, if you don't know about it, then you are missing it out. Christian Rants of the Week is basically where I give you a little snackity, okay? A little, just low taste for your week so you can continue on to your the rest of your week from God, okay? It's like a little ice cream from God. When we talk about God and we talk about it in a me way i don't know how to, just a me way 
So if you are interested in that, make sure you go ahead and follow KingdomAmbassador.co. And that should be that should not be foreign to y'all because that's what I call you guys, my Kingdom Ambassadors. Because we are heavenly ambassadors. So again, that's KingdomAmbassador.co. And anything else you need to know, go to my Instagram, Beautifully Yasmin, to follow everything else that's going on over there. And you will stay up to date with whatever I have going on in my life. Outside of that, let's go ahead and get right into this. What discussion is? Let's get it. What's up, my fellow Kingdom Ambassadors? So today we have another special guest. You all have heard from her, I think about like two times or three times now. But anywho, she's like the most amazing person in my life. Um, If you guess, yep, it's my mama. Go ahead, mom, introduce yourself once again. Good afternoon. I am Pastor McNair, um, Madeline McNair. I am the mother of Yasmin. Um, Mother of six, wife of one. Oh my gosh, ma. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm the first lady, the last lady, the only lady. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not you coming on here cutting up, ma. And it's my birthday week. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> By the time they hear this, your birthday's long gone, ma. But, it's okay. Okay. Well, put in the comments type birthday to my mother, please. Even if it's months away, a month later, it's okay. Well, happy birthday from the Kingdom Ambassador Tribe. Um, we're glad to see you once again. Hear you once again. However, mommy, um, I've been forgetting to call you pastor. Is that a bad thing? Well, you're you're comfortable with calling me mommy, so. Okay. I typically call you as prophet. I don't introduce you as pastor when I talk about other people. When I talk about you, so they'll be like, my mom is a prophet. Da, da, da. The conversation that we're having today is about um, comfortability versus the truth. And why do we cuddle the, coddle the world from the truth? And the reason why I picked you, because you're, you're, you're kind of like cutthroat. Well, not kind of. You are cutthroat when it comes to the truth and you don't really coddle people's feelings when it comes to the truth. So <laughs> no offense. Is that a compliment? It's a compliment. Like when it comes to the truth. The truth meaning the word of God. Mm-hmm. You I don't, you're not supposed to anyway, but you're gonna get to why I'm about you wanna find out why it's a compliment. So in society as of lately, I have seen how I have okay, so I heard a sermon, right? And in the sermon, the pastor was talking about how same sex is not, um, like how God talks about it's not, it's he, he frowns upon that, correct? And instead of him directly stating that, like, God does not call us to do this, he was like, he tried to put it in a way where it doesn't hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And it, Instead of it doing what it was supposed to do, it made people feel comfortable. Which is why I'm saying that it's a good thing that you're not comfortable. You don't make people comfortable with the word because you give them the the real truth because you don't want nobody's life on your hand. You know? Exactly. We are giving people half-truths. 
to to appease them so that we can have people sitting in the seat, you know, mm-hmm. pay their tithes, get a offering. So it's I, I'll tell you what you want to hear as long as you come and be a part of my ministry, pay your tithes, give your offering so we can go forward instead of uh, telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when Christ was crucified, there was apostles, prophets, there was ministers, there was people. Stephen was stoned to death. Mm-hmm. He was stoned to death because of the truth. Well, for fear of not being liked or accepted in society right now, which is very sad, leaders are no longer giving the unadulterated truth. We're giving half truths, you know, mm-hmm. something to make you comfortable just to, you know, um, um, I was talking with one of my coworkers, and she said, we had a good time in church. And I said, okay, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. What was the message? And she couldn't tell me. As long as I'm hooping and hollering, as long as I let you dance without a purpose, mm-hmm. and you leave the same way you came in, messed up, tore up, run the flow up. We're okay. Right. And that is that that is not the will of God. So I want to say we have gotten away from telling the truth because we don't want to be stoned to death. Mm. So do you think that so is it more cross, but we're not ready to bear to bear the grief exactly. that come with the cross? Exactly. You don't want to bear. Yeah, we don't want to bear. We want the title. Because if you notice, if you notice there are more apostles in this world than there there is anything. Nobody wants to be a foot soldier. Nobody wants to go out there and touch that person that smells bad. Mm-hmm. As long as I got the title of an apostle and, and no one really knows what that title means, what that what that entails. But it sounds good. I'm apostle so and so. Right. I'm prophet is this. And um and um as long as we can have a revival and I'm only reviving, he said I come for the hurting. I come to to the the souls that are lost. I don't come for those that are well. He said, right. leave the ninety-nine and go after that one. So if you're already well, why are we having revivals for us? The revival should be for the lost. Right. But we're not doing that no more. It, mm-hmm. When I look on Facebook, you have conferences and conference and conference this and conference that. And, you know, and we're, we're conferencing one another. Mm. Okay. So what do you feel like? Well, I don't. So my, I feel like there are some people, some pastors out there who are really, because I don't, I don't think that's what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just saying this. There are some pastors out there, like you and Dad, who are really for the, for the truth, and really are out here doing the will of God, and not just doing it for the title or for the money that comes with it. And I have seen how that has impacted so many people's lives, right? But there also is a contrast when it comes to 
knowing when you have a false prophet before you and a real prophet before you. And I feel like because we have become so desensitized with social media and just the flashy things, we oftentimes use flashy things to measure somebody's worth. Which part did you not hear? I heard everything you said. Okay. Which part did you not hear? Nothing at all. Okay. Your question. Repeat your question. I was saying that oftentimes people use um, the flashy things to measure when they have a false prophet and a real prophet before oh, them. Okay. Um, I was giving you an insight on me. Um, mm-hmm to to elaborate on what you're saying um i was mentoring this young lady and she said to me how is it that you can pray for everyone you can preach a good word uh you you feed the hungry you reach out to those that are sick and you don't you don't have the big house or the the large bank account and everybody's being blessed around you and for a long time i pondered over that um question i pondered over it you know and um another um minister along with me we we would say well god what's wrong with us we don't have that and many years ago i made the 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 conscious decision to say lord wherever you tell me to go i'll go whatever you tell me to say i'll say it doesn't matter what i have because as long as i'm doing his will he will provide for me and i have never went without anything because i don't have the 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 flashy clothes or the the sweet smelling scent on me does not mean i'm not his anointed because i'm very much anointed i don't have to have all of that to prove who i am and i'm not knocking it if that's where someone wants to, if, if that's where God have you at that moment, then, then, then relish in it. But also, even in that, give God the glory. Mm-hmm. But give him it, the glory. There's it's this way. <clears throat> okay, so this is where that conflicts for me. When God says that he will give us exceedingly and abundantly, right? And that we will live a life where I get that you said that you never want for nothing, which is admirable and praise God for that. Now, why is it that, how do I phrase this word? I feel like I'm I'm going to, I'm going to iterate. I'm going to use you. Okay. You're a young lady. Mm -hmm. You're in a different, different time zone, different, different era. Mm -hmm. Um, You moved away from everyone, you know, Mm-hmm. And every time you got pent up into a corner, it felt like there was no way out. Mm-hmm. Every testimony you have called me, you say, oh, no, look what God has done. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 I, I, and I told you to stop doing this. You say, oh, I'm, I'm this, I'm handicapped. No, you're not. Because even in your uh, handicap, God uses you. Mm-hmm. People don't preach that Paul was handicapped. Mm-hmm. Paul had a, had a defect. 
but he was the most awesome leader there was. You saw past that. We don't even know that. See? And you are being blessed. You have a job that you desire. You prayed. You got it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You have an apartment that you didn't think you was going to get. Mm -hmm. So have not God provided for you? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Just because you don't ride around in the Maserati doesn't mean you're not his anointed. No, I was going to say, even if you do ride in a Maserati, does not mean that he's still not with you. But what I was... That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I got what you were saying. Mm -hmm. I was just saying that you have to test the spirit by the spirit. That's what I was leading to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because, Because even if... Okay, correct. Correct. You have to test the spirit by the spirit because even if you don't have the Maserati and you ride around in a Pinto and you're saying you're the Lord's vessel, mm-hmm. you know, and you could be a counterfeit. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you have on the outside because what man see and what God looking at. Is not what God looking at. Mm-hmm. He sees beyond. He sees your 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 past. He sees your present, and he sees your future. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you have. I don't care how comfortable we get or how uncomfortable we get. Either where it goes, it's not what's on the outside that makes you the anointed one. It was on the inside that carries you. The, the extra mile. Right. He said, I got some um, tenfold, some hundredfold. What fold are you? Where, where, where are you? Are you a hundredfold saint or you're a tenfold saint? Where are you? That's the question we need to ask ourselves every day that we get up. Am I doing this for the glory of God or am I doing this for the praise of man? Because mm. when we do things for the praise of man, it only lasts for a moment. It's only temporal. Yeah. But when we do it for the glory of God, it's last everlasting. Right. That's so, so true. So it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter whether you ride around in a Maserati, has a have a, a mansion up on the, on the hill, or you're living in a shack and you're riding a bus. It doesn't matter. Because either way it goes, you can be a counterfeit in in any situation. Mm. But if you do not carry the God carry God within you, you can deceive many people. And that brings me to what I was about to talk about: the deceiving of people and having people think that they are saved in actuality they're not, and they're worshiping the devil without even knowing it. Um. I have learned in so many things in this season from God, the things that I thought was culture, like my waist beads. And God revealed to me that that is not of him. And I held to them things for dear life because I was like, I've, I've had this all my life. This is like, you know, but when God showed me the origin from where that derived from, it definitely showed me where that, that how that is not aligned with the, you know, will of God. So, when I look at social media now or just look in the world now or just even just churches or not even just just in general in the world, how I see different things going on where people may have the right intentions of doing what they're doing, 
but not knowing that what they're doing is selling their soul to the devil without even without knowledge. But what I have seen is like people who are in the body of Christ will not warn that person and let them know because out of fear of like conflict or fear of being rejected or just just out of fear, not let them know like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And oftentimes I've heard people be like, oh, um, thou shalt not judge. But when I've been, now that I'm reading in my word now, and I have now been like reading, reading, the Bible does say you shouldn't judge, but it does not say you're not supposed to, it doesn't, it never, they took it out of contents from what it was supposed, what it's saying. You are supposed to judge when your brother is doing the wrong thing. You're supposed to go to them and correct them. But he also said the same judgment that you place on somebody, be careful because that's the same judgment that he's going to place on you. So if you are if you are going out there judging people in a manner that you know that your home is not clean, then that's when it's wrong. But when you're doing it to correct somebody, I mean I mean I'm in First Corinthians. And in First Corinthians it's talking about how um if somebody witnessed you doing something and they're not a they're not a part of the body of Christ, but because they witness you and they know that you're a part of the body of Christ, they will now think that what they're doing is correct. And people have witnessed us as a body of Christ do things that is not of God and have enlightened them to think that they can continuously doing, they can continue doing what they're doing because we're not living a life of fruitfulness. Does that make sense? You know, are you confused, mom? No, I'm not confused. It's just that 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 statement that people love to use all the time do not judge yeah and it really bothers me now that i know the truth about it i'm like stop saying that to me yeah um i am one that if it doesn't line up with the word then i'm gonna come to you right. and the word of god says go go to thy brother and thy sister who is his brother and tell them and if they don't receive you then you take someone else with you and then if they don't receive that then you take them before the church and if they don't receive that then they're not of god they're but not of god we don't live in that kind of community anymore where you can you can i can see you doing that in a man but mom you mean <laughs> what i just thought about it i was like you mean so I don't know how they're gonna come out from. I've done it before. I I have done it before, and, and, and yes, I am. I, I am mean. I tell you all the time. I'm mean. I mean when I say and I say what I mean. I'm not. I'm I'm not a person that sugarcoats anything. I don't go around a Marlboro Bush because it irritates me when people do that. So um, I'm a straightforward person, but. I do know how to do things decent and in order. And it, it, it has to be decent and in order, in order for God to get the glory. Me coming up to you and saying, hey, Yasmin, you know, uh, I caught you in the act. Yeah. What, you want to say, well, you know, okay. Right. What you going to do about it? You know, there's a way to do anything. But even in when you're going to correct someone, make sure before you go, before you say anything to anyone, make sure your house is being clean. 
Mm-hmm. Make sure you're walking the walk that you're talking about. Because if you're walking, if you're not walking the straight and narrow, and you go to your sister and your brother and you tell them what the, what you've seen in confidence, you saying I'm coming to you to enlighten you, mm-hmm. they're not going to receive you because they're going to say, how dare you come to me when you did X, Y, Z. Yep. Yeah. So I try to live my life in the, in a way that when you see me, you see God. It's never about me. Mm-hmm. I do nothing to get glory. I walk the walk and I talk the talk. So if that means that I'm mean, then praise the Lord. I'm mean for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so let's get real, real, because you you know you brutal. So, I'm y'all are not previewed to this, but my mother knows this. There's been so many times where I will call my mom because I'm doing, I'm sinning, <laughs> and I will call and talk to her about it, and we will have a a discussion, right? Like, remember recently when I called you and I was telling you about um, oh girl, right? And I told you, like, hey, da-da-da-da, do-do-do. And you were like, oh, I already knew. The one thing about having a community around you that I love with having my community with you is that even though you may see something, like, you will always give me a warning, and it's up to me to take it. You're never going to push it down my throat to be like, it doesn't come off as a fear tactic. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't think that the the community that we have now outside of me and you are like that anymore to where people feel freely to come to each other with like, hey, th- I'm, I'm, this is what I'm struggling with and this is what I need help with. And the person like takes it out, takes them and helps them in love. I don't think we're living in that type of society anymore because everybody's so scared of walking over each other's feelings and people are not. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't feel like that for me. I could be wrong, but for me, it doesn't feel like we have a community around us like how it used to be, where you can, well, even before, I think it was more so gossip. You can go talk to somebody about it, but that means the next day you're going to hear something about yourself in the streets or in the church pews or whatever. But I think it has made it harder for people to go to each other as brother and sister in Christ to be like, hey, I need accountability I'm falling short. I'm I'm having sex and I don't want to or this and that or I'm lying and I you know. So with that, don't you think that that plays a role to why people are choosing comfortability over truth? Exactly. Um because in the time that we are in this disposition that we're in right now, dispensation that we're in right now, the Bible is fulfilling itself daily and hell is enlarging itself daily for the simple fact is i don't want you in my business because if you get in my business then mary jane or sally or bob gonna be in my business we're not held to a standard anymore where you come to me and you tell me what you struggling with and i'm gonna keep it y'all had that back in your day either mother it's not it wasn't as bad as it is now oh okay no it, it, it's not as right now is 
um, okay, like, I'm going to use you again. Mm-hmm. You're a young lady. You're single. And you're standing. Not ready to mingle, so don't hit me up. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. See, see, look where you went. Look where you went. What are you even going there? But anyway, oh, I'm letting the people who listening know. Just... <laughs> you have to justify yourself, woman of God. Period. Okay. Go ahead, Bobby. Okay. Um. Took my thought. Um, I'm single. Young woman single. of God. Mm-hmm. You're single. And you're you're living a life of celibacy. You're living a life where you you are in the limelight. And because you are in the limelight, because you're putting yourself out there, you're a target. What do you mean so in limelight? Where you do podcasts, you go on YouTube. Oh, okay. People see you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a target, right? If you if you walk cross-eyed or or sideways, yeah, they're gonna go say, "Oh, you know, Sister Yasna was drunk, and and it could have been you stumbled on a rock." <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The simplest thing, and and that's because we want to divert what's on us and put it on somebody else we don't mm-hmm. want to be held accountable for what we're doing we don't we want to take that beam that that morsel out of our brother's eye but we want to keep the beam in our eye mm-hmm. and until we come to the realization that god sees all and he knows all um sin gonna gonna continue to be prevalent it's going to continue to grow i don't care it, it, it's it's been here since the, from the beginning of the world and it's mm-hmm. getting worse and it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse until we come to the realization the saints of god he says the world is waiting for us to stand up until we stand up we raise that banner of standards until we get back to it mm-hmm. because now you have more hip-hop music gospel and I'm not against it. So don't say I'm against it. Cause I'm I love me some good hip-hop, gospel, Christian music. But 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 what you have to see is 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 imitating the world. The world is no longer imitating us. We're in, imitating the world. Mm-hmm. And music derives from salvation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're mimicking the world. I love to look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I went in the store today mm-hmm. and I was saying, how am I going to do my hair for my birthday? And I picked up some braids and the Lord said, put them down. And I was like, but God, I, I, I won't do the crochet braids. And he said, put them down. You are my representative. You're not of the world. And I was like, and I walked through the store and I was, I was going to rebel and I'm being, I'm being transparent. I'm being mm-hmm. honest. I was going to be, I was going to rebel because I see other saints doing it. And I'm like, okay, God, why can't I wear 18 inch length plaits in my head? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I have to raise a standard. There's a difference between me and you. There's mm-hmm. a difference between me and Sarah. 
We have to know who we are in Christ, what part of the body we represent, and what is it that God is, it has placed in us, the yeah. jewel that he placed in us. We have to acknowledge that and say, okay, I'm going to treasure this jewel, and I'm going to cultivate this jewel, and I'm going to hold this jewel, and I had to repent before I, I, I mean, I was headed to the register, and he said it to me again, put it down. And I had to go back and put it back on the shelf and said, okay, I can't wait. I can't wear 18 inches of hair on my head because that's not what God has taken me. Mm -hmm. You know, I love wanting to buy them, but she got into the place of pointing the fingers at everyone. We have to love our sisters. We have to love our brothers if we see them in error. Right. If we see them walking on the path, those that know to do right, and this is the problem right here. Those that know to do right, we rather sit back and say, look at what Tamil man put on. Instead of loving the fact that she's beginning to love herself because she's losing the weight. It doesn't matter if she had hair down below her knees. Her husband went upset with it. God evidently wasn't bothered with it because she was able to get on the stage and still sing a song that turned the hearts of people around. But if we disagree with it, instead of pointing at her instead of beating her down if we disagree with it and if we think it's not pleasing to god then we need to take it to god not to social media not to mary down the street not to bob in 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 arkansas but we need to take it to god in prayer we need to pray one for another constantly because because society has come inside the church and we got to get the world out of the church and bring the world so that the world imitate us again and not we imitate the world T.D. Mm. Jakes is a man that loved women he woman to out loose but he's being ridicule, ridiculed because he preached one message and that is to tell the women to learn to be a woman and stop trying to be. And he he never said, don't go out and, 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 and own what you got. He never said that. All he said was, tone it down. Let your man feel like a man. Don't tell your man you don't need him. Even if you don't need him. But we as women, we have gotten to the point where we say, no, I don't need a man. I can do this all by myself. But is it that we got there because we wanted to get there or we got there because men weren't stepping up to the plate? Both both things. I I want to say it it both ways. It, Mm -hmm. it, It goes both ways. We got there because we wanted to get there and we got there because men is not standing up. So it is it's both things. Women has had to carry a lot for a long time, especially black women. Right. We've had to carry a lot for for a long time. And and I one thing I admire about my mother, my mother was a strong black woman. 
but she never made my father feel inferior to her. Mm. Even though we saw what she did, we knew what she did. She always got up every morning before she had to go to work, mm-hmm. and she had to be to work at six o'clock in the morning. So that means she got up four o'clock and fixed my my father's breakfast, made his lunch, and when he got home, he had a hot meal. Women don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And the advice my mother gave me was, if you can't keep it up, don't start it. Because once you start something, a man is going to continue to look for it. And um, I was called, um, I've been called Holy Roller. What does that I've mean? I've been called punk. I've been called everything. Mm-hmm. Because one thing you will never see me do is that belittle my man in the public eye. I would never do that. And I would never make him feel like um, he can't take care of me, take care of me. Even though I can take care of myself. So where all the women was, oh, I love T.D. Jakes because he got the woman that I lose. But then he's still trying to lose us. He's still trying to tell us, be loose. Allow yourself to be a woman, feminine. And he was telling the truth, the very thing that you're talking about. They didn't want to hear him tell the truth. So now he's being ridiculed. He's being called a hypocrite. Mm. Because he told the truth. I think there's a price to the truth. Christ was an example of that. He was a great example of what it costs to live in truth, talk the truth, and not do no harm to anybody and still be called a liar. So when I I feel like Jesus Jesus went through all of that for the truth. Um, you shouldn't expect to not go through anything for telling the truth because you're going against masses. And I think being called by God and being chosen by God is it's cute in like the sense of like the title, but there's a lot that comes with that. And Oftentimes, people who are do have those titles do not discuss the like the the burden that they carry. They just show the pretty side of it. So it leads people to thinking that oh, this is just a cute little dizzy walk through the park, but it's not, not at all. But yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't I don't fit that category. I told I told I think I told you this, but I've told several people this. I'm not that pastor that walks around carrying my Bible all the time because I do not, or wear makeup all the time because I do not, um, have my hair done every week because I do not. I'm not that pastor. Um, I'm that pastor that uh, I'm the woman of God that is truly after God's word, after God's own heart. I truly want to please God in everything that I do. And if he say go and put on some makeup, then I'll go and do it. But just mm-hmm. to please man, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything to please man. I'm not a man pleaser. Yeah. And I'm not just saying man, the male, I'm talking about male and female. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not a pleaser of the flesh. Right. And when you can be genuine, when you can be honest, um, another young lady that I mentored, she called me cool. D, and I, 
I love that title. Mm -hmm. I was called um, um, a bulldog. I love that title too. Because mm. as long as I'm pleasing God in everything that I do, mm. that's the title I want. I don't need to be apostle. I don't need the title of apostleship. I don't need the title of this, that, and the other. Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mouthpiece for Jesus. That's who I am. A mouthpiece for Jesus. And I say, use me, Lord, in every way that you can. Even if it means just picking up the full paper off the ground. Even if it meant being an usher. A doorkeeper. Whatever capacity of the walk of Christ, God can use me. That's what I'm going to do. But mm -hmm. never to be a pleaser of men. I will never be that. I can definitely so vouch for that. Because you do not please no none of my feelings whatsoever. I love you. <laughs> and I'm going to give you the truth. That was the love. If I didn't give you the truth, then I didn't love you. I don't even care about you. And that's just... That's just my life, philosophy, philosophy of my life. You know, um, I was a hellraiser when I was in the world. And when I got saved, the last Monday of February, the last Monday of February is my birthday, spiritual birthday. Mm -hmm. And I made a vow to God. The depth of sin I walked in, I want to walk in Christ even deeper. Mm -hmm. So I was a hellraiser for the devil. Oh, I'm radical for Jesus. Okay, so to be practical with it, mother. Um, so I only know. Well, mm, mm, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I know for me when I call you. And I come to you with shenanigans or, like, just feeling some type of way or whatever. You, first and foremost, will, like, mm, do you acknowledge my feelings? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. But um, I know for a fact that somehow it leads to the Bible when I'm not even asking for the Bible. So, with that, I would definitely say that you always pick the truth. I think you do a mixture of both. The truth and comfortability. Like, you will give it to me in a way, a dose where I can take it and not to where it's like something that's coming out of hatred. So, with people who are listening, who are trying to, like, reach the millennials or my generation, how, what advice would you give them? Like, how do you, how are you able to deal with me especially? Because I know I'm a handful. So, how do you deal with that with spreading the truth? You have to be a good listener. That's the key. You have to be a good listener. If you're not a good listener, then you can't help anyone. If you're going to always interject while that person is talking, you'll never know what the problem is. Mm -hmm. You'll never know. If you always have the correct answer before the questioning been brought, you'll never be effective. So my, my word to you is be a good listener. Sometimes they don't even you don't even have to say anything in order for that person to get what he he or she needs. Mm -hmm. But if you just listen to them vent, or you listen to them cry, or whatever they need to do at that moment, mm -hmm. and when they finish, think twice before you speak, because whatever you say is going to affect that person. Yeah. 
And you have to be led by God. You can't be led by yourself. Mm. What about those who are battling between comfortability and truth and operating when I want to be in the ministry, not want to, but like are called by God and want to be radicals for God, but are nerve or the whole comfortability thing. Like, well, you're using the word comfortability and I'm going to use the scripture. Mm-hmm. You said, I'd rather you to be hot or I'd rather you be cold, but never lukewarm. Comfortability is lukewarm. He said, I will spew you out of my mouth and you will not be a part of me. So if you're in that, if you're in that realm, then you need to repent, turn around and sin no more. Mm-hmm. Well, mom, I'll, so <laughs> as your child, I'll, um, when I do come to you with things and you are like, okay, that's wrong. Don't do that. And I don't turn around. What do you do behind the scenes? I've always wondered that. I pray. So you just hold your mute? Excuse me? You just not, you don't talk to me about it? You just praying about it? I pray about it. Because you come back. You remember uh, years ago, I I had this conversation with you and Dolores about the way you speak? (laughs) And to hear you say today that God convicted you. Mm. Um, okay. We asked about that specific subject. We were talking about. (laughs) You said, What do I do when you don't listen? I pray. Okay. So is that what typical? Is that what we're supposed to do as a body of Christ? Like, so when because you say you will go to the person, they don't listen. Take them to church, they don't listen. Do you, in the midst of you doing those two things, are you praying or what? Yes, I'm always praying. Okay. All right. Well, so where do you think you lie between comfortability and truth? I'm not in comfortability. Okay. Okay. All right. Well. That will bring this beautiful conversation to an end. Um, we're gonna go to the last part of the conversation, which is called the goody moment. And I'm not sure if you know what the good Y'all, I'm a what? I'm a baddie. Yeah, no, that's not what we say on this podcast. What do we say? I'm a goodie. And you know what that means? It is the goodie moment. Come on in, goodies. Let's talk. Um, We're going to go to the last part of the conversation, which is called the goodie moment. And I'm not sure if you know what the goodie moment is, but I'm explaining to you. So goodie moment is coined off of how the social media females and girls and guys be saying how they are baddies. And I don't you baddies. What is that? <laughs> you never asked the question. What is that? Baddie means like they, they, they that female. That's like a bag of chips back in your day. Yeah, that that's what y'all used to back in your days. Then like, I'm all that in a bag of chips. That's basically what they saying. But they call it baddie. So I changed it to a goodie because God did not call us. And I believe in your tongue having the power. So speaking that over yourself, you're speaking the vessel of God to be a bad thing. 
And God didn't call us to be baddies or bad to anybody. We're supposed to be the fruit of the earth, season to the earth, and stuff like that. So, is that, do you understand that now, mother? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> For you to be on some Facebook all the time, I don't understand how you never seen this. But okay. I don't do Facebook all the time. Okay, mom. All right. So, out of this whole conversation, what is it that you're like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. I see what you have done. You're doing that thing. Go ahead on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I know God is always moving. He's and He's the awesome. He's the most uh, wonderful, the best decision I ever made in my life. Mm-hmm. And to know that, um, to know that He can use me, even in having you call me and wanting me to speak on your podcast, because I've never been that person to do just stuff randomly. But to know that God is using you, a young lady, mm-hmm. single. Why you keep putting this single word out here? Please stop with this single. Single and standing still mm-hmm. and seeing the salvation of the Lord. He, he done that. Okay. He allowed you to try it your way, but now look at it. You're doing it his way. He did that. Period. All right, Mom. I meant in your life. <laughs> oh, in my life. Well, in my life, honey, he's <laughs> glory to God. He is that, and all of that is in me. You know, he keeps me. Um, uh, people look at me when I say this strangely. Mm-hmm. I have not physically. Uh, been before a doctor. My son will be 27 years old on a September. I'm um, September on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He'll be 27 years old. So in 25 years, I have not been in the presence of a physical doctor, and God has kept me. The last time I went before the doctor, I had a table full of medicine. I had it for my heart, blood pressure, uh, diabetes, cholesterol, you name it. He wanted to say I have it. And I looked at the table and I said, God, I can't serve you taking this medication. Mm-hmm. And for 25 years, God has kept me where I can be his vessel and don't take no medication. Amen. He did that. Period. Come on with the goody moment. Now, <clears throat> What is one thing that you will be like, okay, Madeline, I see you. You you you're growing up. The one thing, uh, like I said, I don't do this. Okay. Then. I don't do I don't I don't uh the first time you asked me to do it, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna do it. All right. But it's not my forte. But you're so talkative. <laughs> really? The truth. Truth I'm not. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I know you was, but truth, I'm not. I'm not talkative. I'm I'm a serious type person. I don't joke, none of that stuff. So, this is God. He has torn down another layer that I put up. Not him. Mm-hmm. Another layer. 
I think that's. I think I would say my goody moment. I've seen your growth, mom, and as a daughter to witness their mother grow in a tremendous way that you have that God has led you to grow. You laugh now. You make jokes because you be. I don't joke. No, you joke now. You definitely do joke. Um, you're more warming, warm, warm than you were before you started. You know. Uh, yeah, before you started that, you're more warm. And you have a sense of humor that you didn't have before. And it's it's easier to come to you. Because I feel like now we're, we're friends. You, you're my road dog, you know. Before you were, you were my mother. And I would call you for prayer or I will call you if I needed something. And I love the evolution of our friendship to where it's even... I don't I don't just call you when I need, you some, need something. I just call you just because I want to talk to you. So... You did that, Madeline. You're growing. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. She be making jokes. I'd be like, wow. Now she laughing. Okay. Um but I yeah. Won't make one tonight. Hmm? I won't make one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you be trying me. <laughs> okay, to end this conversation now, do you mind ending us out with a prayer? Closing us out. How do y'all say in the church? Um, <clears throat> how do y'all close the church, the service out in church? I forgot. I know that, but how do you announce it when you've been preaching for like two hours straight, nonstop? People ready to go home. <laughs> you must be talking about your daddy because I don't preach that long. But anyhow, okay, go ahead, mom. We're gonna close out this part of the service. <laughs> We're going to leave, not the presence of God, but leave the presence of one another. Amen. Amen. Ma, pray. <laughs> Father, we thank you right now, Lord God, for your praise and your glory. God, we give you the honor right now for your word there, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to come before your presence to minister to other people. Young people, it's a part of this podcast. Lord God, thank you for my daughter. Lord God, continue to use her in her in her generation. God, in her culture, in her lifestyle. God, that she is now leaving. Let her no longer to be comfortable. Comfortable, but God, let her walk the walk, not not in fear, but walk in you in truth and glory. Lord God, that you will use her for your purpose and your will, not her will, but your will be done. Not my will, God, but your will be done. Crucify everything that's not like you, Lord God. Send it back to the Lord's piece of hell from whence it cometh. In your son Jesus' name, God, we give you the praise. And as we exit this podcast, Lord God, we ask you right now to be with us, in us, and through us every single day of our life. In your son Jesus' name, God, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Hopefully next time we will be able to see your face and the people will be asking about you. Be asking I, about love you. you. I love you. <laughs> She's like, nah. <laughs> That ain't gonna happen. Nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> ain't glowed up that much. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, mommy. Where can um, if anybody looking for to get in contact with you or Threshing Floor Deliverance Ministry, where can they go to find that information? Well, you can go to Madeline Moore at gmail.com, Madeline Moore McNair at gmail.com, or you can go to Threshing Floor Outreach Deliverance Ministry. Uh, at gmail.com. And that is located? 
in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. And we also have a prayer line that happens every Saturday at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. So come there with your grievances and bear it on to the Lord and leave. What is the word? Leave with light load. I don't know what this, the biblical word was, but yeah. It's a scripture that says come with your heavy burdens and leave with something. Where God was saying, bring your burdens to me. All you that heavy laden. And then what was Come that? Come to me and rest. That's the scripture. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in for this podcast episode. Make sure that you come back for the next episode. Um, and also, I love you. I mean it. God loves you. You know it. And with that, we are out. Say later, Ma. Say bye. Later. <laughs> later, y'all.